Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Nashville Bets podcast. Today, we got a lot of talk about. We're talking coaching searches. We're talking our fan base is actually real. We're talking a little college football again. Uh, but first, we want to talk about our sponsors. Beaver, do you want to kick or tell us about our friends over at Action 24-7? Action 24-7 launched with the simple idea of creating a world-class sports book for the people of Tennessee and having a ton of fun doing it. They're not a mega corporation from some far-off land. They're a Tennessee-owned and operated sports book. Visit action247.com for more. We're also sponsored by the Mental Health Journal. The mental I have kept my mental health journal routine for 30 days now, and it has been one of the easiest and best things I've done for my health. I have way more energy, and I'm able to deal with stress and bounce back from adversity with ease. I actually look forward to it every day. The Mental Health Journal is a daily habit that you'll actually stick with. TheMentalHealthJournal.com Talking about sleeping good at night. Well, we all know the Cincinnati Bengals are sleeping fantastic at night, knowing that they don't no longer have to face Patrick Mahomes, who had an absolute meltdown in the AFC Championship game. Yeah, honestly, what happened to him in the second half? I, that, so it the was, goal line stand in the second quarter is like it's like he yeah. just went retarded almost. Right. So if you haven't been living under, or if you've been living under a rock this entire time, uh, Kansas City Chiefs were absolutely dominating Cincinnati Bengals uh, during or right before halftime. They're on, I think they're opposing three yard line or opposing two yard line. Uh, they ended up going for it with no timeouts left on second down with like seven seconds left. It was a flat route, Tyreek Hill. And just got absolutely demolished. Uh, they ended up running out of time because they couldn't stop the clock. Went into halftime. And then from then on, the momentum just was backing Cincinnati the entire time. Bengals came back and won in overtime. So, I think all the momentum changed on that last play before half. You just kick a field goal right there. I mean, it's clearly like a uh, the Chargers head coach of just like, you can't beat Cincinnati kicking field goals, although you absolutely just could have. Which doesn't or which is very funny to think about. Yeah, I can't believe that was a pretty miraculous comeback. I was watching it in Denver, Colorado at a uh at a at a local watering hole and um hell of a game, hell of a comeback. I think that the Cincinnati Bengals might have the best kicker in the NFL. Are you and he's a that rookie. He went to Auburn? Is that a hard take? He went to Florida. He's from Alabama, but oh, I know everything about him. Did he go to a high school near you? Um, <laughs> like all the other athletes? Relatively speaking. His brother is going to Auburn, though. I think we brought this up in the last podcast. His brother oh. just signed with Auburn in the past recruiting class. So okay. expect Auburn to have a strong kicking game as they've had for the past 10 years. Yeah, I will say, honestly, their kicker is electric. Oh, Evan McPherson? He's a monster. Ice in his veins. Like he, I don't think he's ever going to miss a kick. Yeah, I, I mean, he might not. Has he missed one all season besides like one being blocked or something like that? I don't, I don't think he's missed. Well, a remember that game against Green Bay where he just—I think it was eight total missed field goals between him and Mason Crosby. Oh, really? AKA Mason Crossbar for our uh, Fox Sport what Fox Sports one listeners. That's what I don't. I, I don't remember him missing anything. I don't know, but every game I've watched since people started talking about how hot he was, he, he I didn't see him miss. Everything is just right down the middle. He isn't missing the playoffs. No. I know that. He's been very automatic after that Green Bay game. That's why I want to look forward too much, but that's why I worry about him getting into a situation in the Super Bowl where he like kicks a field goal to win the game or something like that. Well, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that Is later. he that much of a psychopath? I think he's crazy. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, this was a Joe Burrows here to stay our, our kind of game. Uh, the man was absolutely tremendous What when he was uh, just getting demolished by Chris Jones. He continues to amaze me, and it's, he's I almost don't want to like him because he's that good and cool about it. Well, so 
Uh, do we like him because he hasn't won? Like, are, if he wins the Super Bowl, do we hate him now? Right? Like, that's the thing. Well, I mean, I will love him because I love a good swaggy quarterback. I, I just can't. I can't stop it. I love it too much. But will the not or like will America's right now? Burrow's America's quarterback going into the Super Bowl. If he wins it and he maintains this swag throughout the offseason, are people going to start cringing at it? Maybe making fun of it. I'd say it's more of like a laid back kind of cool when you versus like a guy like Baker Mayfield who's more of like a in your face kind of like his ego is a little bit different. I don't know. I think that Burrow's cool is a little bit more laid back. Like he doesn't care if you think he's cool because he knows he's that cool. But somebody like Baker Mayfield needs you to think he's cool, which makes it uncool. Does that make sense? Is yeah, he, I'm kind of Doctor Cool over here. Like, so. That's why I still like Burrow. After he beats the Titans, I still like the guy because like he doesn't give a fuck what I think. If he's yeah, cool it's a different like, kind of cool. He's just like, is he cooler than Johnny Manziel? 100. Yeah, but Johnny think, Manziel was Johnny had swag. I think Joe Burrow's yeah. arguably the, the coolest player I've ever seen in the NFL. Is he cooler than Joe Cool? I don't know if he's cooler than Joe Montana. That's a, that was a pretty cool cool. Also, Joe Montana was in New York City and wore like some big ass jackets. You gotta think uh, Burrow's only in year two. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking about Broadway Joe. <laughs> Broadway Joe was pretty fucking cool. Broadway Joe would literally go to the sidelines and start chiefing cigars in his big white coat. Yeah, it's and like a cool. fur and like a mink coat. Yeah. I don't know. That's a different kind of cool. You can do that in New York City, but you can't really pull that off in Cincinnati. I feel like you can't do that in NFL anymore. But Burrow still does it in the locker room after NFL games. Yep. So, with well, similar cool for today's era. Well, get the gat is playing. Did y'all know that's like a nine-minute song? I did not. I don't even know. I don't even know what get the gat is. I've never seen it anywhere besides when LSU went to the White House yeah. and danced in the White House. That's the only time I've ever seen it with that woman that was really hot. Well, yes, that and the uh, Cincinnati locker room after a big win when Joe Burrow's chief in cigars. But yeah, so on the final possession before the end of regulation in the game. Patrick Mahomes is on, like, uh, after Travis Kelsey gets a first down. It's like a minute and a half left. The Bengals have one timeout. They could literally run the clock or try to go for a touchdown and win the game. Or they can play it cool, run the ball, try to wear down that defense a little more, kick the field goal in OT. They just decided to say, fuck it. We're going to send Patty Mahomes running around doing figure eights like he's about to be or about to be a figure skater for them like the U.S. men's team, and then just get sacked and almost fumble the game away right there, which was fucking nuts. Is he okay? Well, so we're probably going to disagree on this, but I think in that situation you should have ran the ball at least twice. I would have ran it three times. They were on like the, what, the four or five? Mm-hmm. I'd have ran it three times. Instead of just, instead of instead of putting in – Well, are you it, playing for a field goal or are you playing to win the game? I'm playing to win the game. So you, talking, you, They were on like the five-yard line. Yeah, but I mean – so are you giving taking the hands out of your best player in Patrick Mahomes? Yes, I would. And giving and it to Clyde Edwards Alaire? I'd run the football because Or Jared they, McKinnon? Because if you don't score in two times in a row, you still eat clock. And at worst you fucking kick it and go to overtime. I And it's a way easier field goal than what you got. I mean, if Edwards Alaire isn't a fumble machine, I kinda can see your point. It literally no, that it the it literally showed you why what happened on that in, during that game in the fourth quarter. That's why you look at the analytics. You run the fucking ball. I mean, kinda. That's like, why you so, don't I mean, throw not, it on, when well, you're on people the four were, yard line. Well, people were comparing it to like the Patriots Seattle Super Bowl, where you can give the ball to Marshawn Lynch, one of the best running backs in the league at the time, 
on the two where you could throw it. This isn't that situation. Edwards, Alaire, and Jared McKinnon have not proven that they're that they're that kind of back. But I think they could give me four yards in three plays. I, maybe. But I mean, I'd rather put the ball in my best player's hands, the player I'm playing like seventy five million to to but make a play, and not do figure eights. Second half though. I mean, shit. yeah, like dog shit. I mean, but he still like drove down shit. there though. You still have Char- or Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill. I mean, you should should still be able to score a touchdown there, and they just absolutely just butchered it. And then in overtime, Patrick Mahomes overthrows a little dink route by like seven yards, almost throws a pick to a pick six to Eli Apple, and then eventually throws a pick. I would have been so angry if the if the Chiefs had gotten the ball first again and gone down the field and scored a touchdown and won. That would have been. I think I would have been just done with the NFL at that point. I think a lot of people would have been like, this shit's rigged. So they would have beat, if they would have moved on, they would have beat the Rams, I think. And that would have been the most fraudulent Super Bowl winner of all time. Yeah. They (laughs) won two playoff games off of a bullshit, the worst rule in all of sports. But luckily they didn't, and the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. Uh, Any more questions considered? Actually, no, one more comment on the game. Uh, I think we're finally done dunking on Jackson Mahomes. I think he's become too easy of a target. And it's Everybody just like, hates him. Yeah, it, I feel I'm honestly starting to feel bad for the guy now. He's just like I don't, he's just a little kid. It was more fun to make fun of him when nobody else was making fun of him, but now like all of the major like newspapers in America are writing about how him and his wife are so annoying. By wife, I mean Patrick Mahone's wife, because this guy might not ever have a wife. But uh, uh yeah, they're, they're the worst fucking people in the world. <laughs> they're absolutely the worst in the world. And uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe this offseason they'll do some reflecting on their decisions. I doubt it. I think they're going to come back just as bad next year. But, uh, yeah. Did you see a, a resurfaced tweet from Brittany Mahomes like two years ago <laughs> when uh, she was like, Patriots who? Like, uh, Patrick Mahomes just won a Super Bowl and he's – or it was Tom Brady who? Patrick Mahomes just won a Super Bowl and he's only, only 23. Imagine how many more he's going to win than Brady will. I did see that. By the time he's Brady's By age. By the time he's Brady's age, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's it's tough. Like, you suck. Yeah. Especially since they're about to be paying the bulk of Mahomes' contract in these next two years. Yeah, at this point, it's like, I don't know. If, if like, is the Chiefs' dynasty over? Well, it's not It's not even a dynasty at this point. They only won one it's Super not, Bowl. Yeah, they won one Super Bowl, and they've been really good every year. Their but... window is slowly closing. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of almost reminiscent of the 2010 Packers. Uh, they come in as a six seed, win a Super Bowl. They go in the next year at fifteen and one, and then lose in the divisional round. Did you see that SpongeBob meme I sent earlier in the thing? Yeah, all of the team, and then like the um, Seahawks from a couple years ago when everybody thought Russell Wilson was going to be in every Super Bowl for the rest of forever, and it's just like those teams just slowly declined. Yeah, it I was. Don't know. It, it's sad. History to repeats see. itself. It really does. We just build up a Super Bowl winner too much, thinking they're going to be the next Patriots, and then they end up just being. Like every other Super Bowl winner. Yeah, and then it turns out only one person can ever do that, and it was Tom Brady. Well, it was great defenses, and then Tom Brady just kind of piggybacked off the rest of it. Did you? I'll. We'll talk about this later. I think he's overrated. Do y'all in Tom Brady Super Bowls in which he won? What do you think the average opponent points per game was? Twenty-one. I was about to say twenty. So. Eighteen. Damn. Damn. And twice they went under 10 points. Not too, hey, not too hard to win when you're doing that. Exactly. If you have to put up a tutter, or really three tutters wins you a game. And the other, or one of the other ones, the the highest one was, I think it was the Carolina Panthers at 29. 
And that just didn't make any sense. That was just a funky game to begin with. But I digress. Overrated, but we'll move on. Two, his should have been replacement, Jimmy G, doing Jimmy G shit and losing against the Rams. I don't understand how that game was that close. When they were driving down the field, I was like, I know Jimmy G is about to throw one of his famous like last-minute interceptions to yeah. completely ruin the drive. Sure famous last words. Yeah. Well, at no point where I, I was like, well, except we clearly bet on the Rams. We missed by the hook, unfortunately. But still, like at no point I was like, Jimmy G is going to win a game or win this game if they're forcing him to. Because it's all just like, a, their only touchdown was a dink to Debo that went for 35. Because Debo Samuels is just electric. No, I, I doubled down on the Rams. How much were they down by? Was it 10-0 to zero or something like that at one point? Oh, I, I did too. I or 13-3 or something like that. Weren't they up by like 10 points at some point during the game? <laughs> I uh, Whatever whatever the score was, uh, it was 10-7 in the – yeah, so it was 17-7 in the third – at halftime. <laughs> and I think that was when I doubled down on the Rams. It was like there's absolutely no chance that the 49ers win this game. I knew Jimmy Joe G would blow it. Late in the fourth quarter, like I think it was like two minutes left when the the Niners got the ball, the Rams are underdog again, and I hammered the Rams, and hey, seemed to work out. <laughs> what is shocking to me though is how good that Forty uh, Niners defense was, and how good that we're saying the Rams offense is in comparison, because they still only they didn't put up that many points. It was just more of a the Rams were able to capitalize when they needed to. And Jimmy G just sucking. I don't think Alfred. that they're going to get rid of Jimmy G. I think he's going to be back next year. We'll, we'll talk about that trading. in a second. We'll talk about it in the offseason in a very, very quick second. But first, Rams Bengals Super Bowl. Is Zach Taylor the most underrated head coach to ever make a Super Bowl? I don't think so. Because I, I, it Zach seemed Taylor, like Joe Burrow was, was kind of, I was reading a lot of tweets. I mean, it saved stuff. his job for sure. Zach Taylor is like six and twenty-three in two Saved years. Saved his job, but the play calling during the fucking AFC Championship was yeah. horrible. Joe Burrow was playing against Zach Taylor well, and the Chiefs. Well, what when uh, the tight end from Auburn? I forgot his last name. Yeah, CJ Uzama gets hurt in like the first quarter. Well, yeah. After that, they have a tight end blocking in every play, and it really helped solidify that offensive line. So that way, Joe Burrow can either move around and escape. Oh, you're saying that the the backup tight end came in, and he was a blocking tight end? Yes. And he just, he blocked, yeah, oh, he shit. Like, like really Taylor made a great adjustment to either have Joe Mixon chip or to have that blocking tight end stay in and help. Maybe the key was to get rid of C.J. Uzama the whole time. Who well, that's what I was saying. Like, yeah. That's what I was trying to get to. Like, it's We don't root for injuries, but that might have been the best thing for the Bengals. Now they just have a permanent blocking tight end. And... Seriously. I mean, they have a six-man offensive line now, which is kind of nuts. I mean, they're going to They need, need a seven-man offensive line against <laughs> the Rams do. if they want a chance. Yeah, but, but well... We'll talk about that next week because we're not burning our Super Bowl talk the week of the Pro Bowl. But, so moving on, Zach Taylor could literally break down the door to the podcast studio, sit there, tell me Zach Taylor, and I wouldn't believe him. Like Zach Taylor who? Yeah, he could show me his plane ticket to L.A. He could show me that he has, like, sideline access or whatever the fuck it is. He can literally FaceTime Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow could tell me it's Zach Taylor. I wouldn't believe it's Zach Taylor. And we'd still shoot him for being an intruder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody knows what he looks like still. That's like the big jokes. Nobody like if he, he could walk into a Cincy about it in Natty Bar right now and people would be like, Who the fuck are you? Yeah. He just like the most like, he looks like the most plain guy that you could ever imagine. Well, he looks like the the template when you create a player in Madden, just that first screen. It's like, oh okay. 
Also, Zach Taylor's a very basic name. Like, I'm, I'm happy. If you type in, yeah, he's got two first names. Never a good thing. But if you type in his name on Google, first thing that comes up is Zach Taylor Real Estate. So he's not even the most popular Google searches for Zach Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, speaking of I coach- think So I think, which, granted, they, they could win the Super Bowl this year, but I think he's going to last in Cincinnati just long enough for Burrow to make him look good, but them never be elite until they get uh, rid of Zach Taylor. I'm getting big Mike McCarthy vibes from Zach Taylor. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he did just go like 4-12 and 12 last year and somehow come back the next year on a crazy run. But I, mean, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out. He's that has a great quarterback. Yes, which has helped a very big number of coaches. I mean, Burrow's on pace to be, I mean, one of the best of all time. I know it's way too early to say that, but mm-hmm. holy shit. Yeah, people were just saying that about Patrick Mahomes, so watch out. Don't be don't be going greatest of all time but too there, early. But there's not that much talk surrounding Burrow as as it was with Mahomes. They were saying Mahomes was like God's gift of football. Yeah. And they're not saying that about Burrow. No. Also, Burrow just doesn't have the team around him. Everyone's saying that he's so great right now because he's brought such an average team to a Super Bowl, which is just nuts to think about. Think about all the good teams that just didn't make the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, they, they have a bad offensive line and like average defense and somehow are still in the... Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of coaches, want to talk about the coaching searches for the, or the coaching changes? Shit, or we can start with Brian Flores. Well, let's let's talk about who's gone Congrats to Brian Flores. Oh, wait, different Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Congrats to Brian DeBall. I think that's how you say his name. Dable. Being the uh, head coach of the Giants now. Yeah, no. Brian Dable, head coach of the Giants. Uh, allegedly the uh, OC for the Rams, going to be the new head coach of the Vikings. Uh, Josh McDaniels is going to the Raiders. Uh, the Saints. That one high. made no sense. Josh McDaniels won the Raiders. He okay. Someone explain this to me. How this is logical? Where you could have gone to Indy and been in the head coach for Andrew Luck, a generational quarterback, but now you're going to the Raiders. And I'm sorry. And the the Colts were a semi-stable organization. You're going to Las Vegas to where Al Davis. Is your owner? You have a random GM who I've known nothing about, but from what I've been reading, he's just a fucking lunatic. And you have Derek Carr as your quarterback. How is that a better job? Well, and what was the other job that uh, he turned down a couple years ago? I know he, tur- he got offered the Lions deal. Yeah, but no one wants to go to the Lions. He didn't want to go there. And then I can see that. I feel like he had some. I don't know. Every year he gets his phone ring and like somebody wants to offer him a job, and he finally decides he wants to go to the Raiders. That doesn't make sense at all. Well, In a hard division that possibly. I don't know. I mean, Aaron well, Rodgers could be going there too. Like, that's a hard division. It doesn't to go. even Easy. matter how good of a coach you are. There's no way you're going to keep all of his players from getting in trouble. No. In Vegas, there's just no way. Like, you can be the best coach of all time, and like I will stand behind that forever. That in Vegas, you're never going to have a disciplined football team. I think they just peaked this year too. I feel like that's a team that's the next couple of years is going to be not. But he he might have a really long leash going into it, like John Gruden did. Um, unless he does something oh, really it would bad. Have, it would have to be long. Like, Because yeah. what he's stepping into, I mean, you just lost a first-round draft pick, right? Rose, Ruggs was a first-round draft pick, right? Yeah. Yes. And then you lost another, was it a defensive back? I mean, fuck, it's kind of in shambles again. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like he's about to be, I, I don't know, he must have gone on into the deal and been like, okay, you're going to have like four years here. Before we start reevaluating yeah, this, you're not establishing the Patriot way in Las Vegas. Yeah, and this he, is not going to happen. Ever. He must knows he he has a couple years before he really needs to like prove himself. Because yeah. otherwise, there's no reason to take that job. That didn't make sense at all. Well, were the uh, 
were the Raiders able to fire Gruden with cause so they didn't have to pay out the rest of his contract, or is it? I think that's still uh, in. Well, yeah, yeah, no, they uh, they, they gave him a buyout. They gave John Gruden. Um, they're paying him a bunch of money. Yeah, that that got settled a couple weeks ago. But I think they. Did, I think that Davis paid him because they were not friends, but. I mean, but still, Davis is Davis is by far the poorest owner in the NFL, and he can't be, be or can't be throwing around that money, especially if he wants to put in big signing bonuses to these players in the offseason to pick up at least new people. Uh, yeah. But anyways, also, move. did you see he introduced um him as Josh McDaniel? <laughs> God didn't even know his name. <laughs> yeah, he's like our new head coach, Josh McDaniel. Oh, was God. it the, the, G- on the end of that one? Was it the GM of the? Then Redskins, who called uh, Kirk Wait, Cousins. Wait, you mean the Kirk- Commanders? The R-words? Yeah, the R-words. Uh, Kirk Cousins instead of Kirk Cousins. Just didn't know his quarterback's first name, yeah, which is very it's, funny. It's a hard look to get the name wrong on the introduction press conference. Yeah, it's bad. Very bad. Uh, moving on. Uh, Saints are hiring someone internal. Uh, the Bears hired the Indy DC, who just gave up 26 points to the Jags. Which, I, it's a very Bears pick. Also, did y'all notice that Ryan Poole and it's like Matt E or Matt something, right? The Indy DC or his I, former I Indy name. DC. It's the first time I'd ever seen his name was when he got hired. I was like, yeah, but it's still Ryan P. So like Ryan Pace, Ryan Poole, and then Matt. <laughs> no, it's Matt C, right? Because it's still I don't know what the fuck his last I'm name. I'm not is. sure. So who hasn't hired a head coach yet? Uh, Minnesota hasn't officially hired someone. Uh, the Texans haven't hired someone. The, the, Jags. Have, Jags. the Jags haven't officially hired someone, although it's more of a they have Byron Leftwich signed allegedly, but they're he's not officially taking it until they fire the GM allegedly. So I think the Texans might hire Flores. I mean, it's a good hire for him. Well, Flores right now is the best. Are, nobody is going to hire Brian the, Flores. It puts you on the media map too. Like, you guys want to get into Brian Flores right now? Huh? You want to get into him right now? We can go ahead. He's not getting an NFL job for a long time. Uh, he's the best head coach available right now. Yeah, he definitely Until is. he filed a lawsuit against all these people. I mean, you but, can't hire a guy well, that's yeah, got all When that the Bears team. are firing a dipshit DC from Indy, of course it's going to look sus. I, mean, I think I think Brian Flores just threw away his immediate NFL future. I don't think so. Pulling this at all. You can't hire a guy that's about to pull all that shit out. On people. When the I Saints think he's are hiring the Texans because it's going to put them on the map, they're they look progressive, whatever you want to call they it. They just fired a black head coach. They already had one. Well, one Flores is a better head. Flores is the best head coach available. He would have solidified that defense in a division that the offenses aren't that hard to dominate. So then you would have the best defense against some of the worst offenses in the NFL. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Best defense in the AFC South. Good fucking luck. Well, y'all got to make sure that you resign people before anything else happens. Just one you got to resign. I don't know. I don't just know. one. It's just Landry. You're letting the others go. You're letting everyone else go. Well, it's Rashawn Evans and uh, fuck. Is Dupree on a one year or two year deal? He's still on deal. Okay. Uh, no, he's on a. I think he's on a five, dude. <laughs> what about a five year deal? I think he's on a five year. Jesus, Christ. I thought it was like a two or three deal. No, I think it's a five year. Damn, it might be four, but that I know was, it's more than three. That was risque. Anyways. But, I mean, still have the potential of being the best defense. Davis Mills is looking promising, especially after the last two games of last season. That's a good job for Flores to take. So, I don't think Brian Flores is going to be working in the NFL 
next year for sure. But if, least. but if, so let's, this is fucking crazy, but let's say Flores takes the job at the Texans. Does Deshaun Watson now play for him? Well, so I was going to ask. Whoa. <laughs> well, I was going to ask this. So say this whole Rooney rule. Well, I think the bigger lawsuit that's going to end up happening is the uh, when Flores is like, yeah, the Dolphins owner is going to pay me a hundred grand to lose games. That's yes. going to be the bigger lawsuit. Because that has to be true, right? He mm-hmm. has to have some type of evidence. So I'm wondering if that when that big lawsuit's taking place, is Deshaun Watson going to come in and basically like, all right, well, there's something big happening. Let me try to sneak in and make sure that I can try to get a few starts. The media will freak out for like 25 minutes, but then you're going to go back to focusing on the the bigger animal here. Yeah, I think that's the worst part. I don't know how you prove like the – I didn't get – they only wanted to interview me because I'm black. That also backfires on the whole rule as well. Like I was only being interviewed in the first place so they could check the box. That has to be hard, like very hard to prove in court. Yeah, that one – I don't know how you get away. But the whole like – Paying a hundred thousand, and then you see who Hugh Jackson came out today and was like, "The Browns also tried to pay me." Yeah, which Jim, is... Jimmy Haslam tried to pay me to lose games too, and he, he didn't say the number, but I feel like that's something the NFL's got to fix. Well, that's just start... that's Hugh Freeze pulling, like being the biggest bullshitter on the face of this earth. No one paid Hugh Freeze to lose games; he did that naturally. Like, yeah, he might have been Hugh such Jackson? a bad coach that he yeah. just and I'm he's like, like, "Oh, no, Hugh Freeze, Hugh <laughs> he was trying to wait what." He was trying to find a really – nobody's talked about Hugh Jackson in a long time, so he's like, I'll pop my head in to see what uh, people remember me a little bit. Marvin Lewis hasn't had a head coaching job in a while. That's the only way Hugh, or Hugh Jackson's going to get a job. Yeah. But yeah. But, yeah, I think uh, – I don't know what they're going to do about that because if you can prove an owner was paying to lose games, I feel like the NFL would find the shit out of you. And, like – Well, that's the reason almost make them. you sell the team. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't no, know. Like, like, that is you make somebody sell the team to get rid of your franchise. Or for you to for, or force you into selling the team. Yeah, I, I could see them like try like almost to the point where it's like you're not you're no longer allowed to be an NFL owner. So that's got to be like a rule when you sign the NFL owner contract. Is that like you're gonna play to the best of your abilities? Blah blah blah. You well, especially can't purposely now, lose games. Well, especially now that like sports gambling has become more popularized and legalized in a bunch of states. If I mean that's a lot more money going into this, which leads to a bigger lawsuit possibility. Yeah, against not only the league but the Dolphins. Yeah, now people are going to think games are rigged for forever as if we didn't think that at some point already. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Also, yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot that goes into that. you got to get your players to buy into losing. Like, I know you can make a lot of decisions as coach to lose a game, but it's probably harder than you think to, like, purposely lose a game when your players are well, playing for contracts I mean, and playing for jobs. There's still like a that. name on that jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I guess – what I'm interested to see is that, you know, all the rumors of like uh, the Washington Post, which is owned by uh, Jeff Bezos, did a lot of investigation into Dan Snyder, pulling out like bad information or disparaging articles about Dan Snyder. And so everyone's room or it's rumored that Bezos wants to own an NFL team. So if we see him or organizations around Bezos go hard to make sure that they are able to find that evidence to essentially force the owner, the Dolphins to uh, give up the franchise to Bezos. A lot of those rumors could be proven but true. But why would Bezos do that if he could just buy Denver? Bezos could have bought Is the... Is Denver looking to sell? They're, they're, it's for sale. Really? Bezos could have bought the Panthers. To, their new owner Four bought, billion. Yeah, Be- Bezos has had opportunities to buy teams in the past. Hmm. And he's either... Either that's just like a rumor that... Because, I mean, what... He, he's had so many opportunities to buy professional sports teams in the past, that, and he hasn't done it yet. He literally could have just bought the Panthers like two years ago. So I, I don't know that he really wants to buy a team. 
I think that people bring him up for some reason. Has anybody ever seen Jeff Bezos say like, "I really want to buy a professional sports team"? No. Because I, well, I mean, that could just be his midlife right or midlife crisis purchase. He might want to buy the Denver Broncos. I don't know. I feel like people around the league are like, rich people buy teams. Jeff Bezos is really rich. He should buy a team. And for some reason, every time a team comes for sale, people are like, Jeff Bezos is going to buy it, and then he doesn't. And like, oh well, he'll get the next one. It's hey. like he could buy a team right now if he wanted to buy a team. I will say. Jeff Bezos. All right, so Jeff Bezos buys Denver Broncos. Are you sure the Broncos Aaron are for sale right now? They are for sale. How much? They're four billion. It's going to be the biggest. Yeah, it's going to be the biggest deal ever in sports history. Interesting. Well, okay, so it said they they should get around four billion. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I, oh yeah, one day. Oh wait, one day ago. Is this brand new? Well, a day ago, at least twenty four hours. So yeah. <laughs> NFL Broncos announced team is officially up for sale as of one day ago. I guess I didn't hear about this. I didn't realize it was that recent. Yeah, I mean, that's huge news. But also, if you really think about, like, if Jay, or let's say that this is a impulse buy, granted, $4 billion's a lot, but Bezos is fucked out of money anyways. So let's say this is a, like, a not an impulse purchase, but something akin to that. Why would you want to go to Denver or Charlotte, North Carolina, when you go to Miami, Florida? South Beach, it's a lot better of an offer than all those other teams. But he lives, he splits time between like California and Seattle. So I guess that's a far distance. Yeah. Now you get a nice tax haven, put your main residence in Florida as the owner of the Miami Dolphins. He could do that right now anyway. He's, he, he's yeah, not no, but the it's more of an the, excuse. Yeah, I guess I'm, I don't know. I mean, he could do that right now. He doesn't even, he's not even the CEO of Amazon anymore. I mean, true. Uh, speculation, of course. But yeah. I don't think he wants to buy a team. I think he would have done it already if he wanted to buy a team. I, I, I think he's more worried about buying space and like buying a moon or something like that. I think he's got bigger goals in mind. Buying the moon. I think he's like the guy from uh, the Inventor. What's that movie called? Where they steal the moon? Uh, Gru. Yeah. What's that movie called? The Invincibles. Uh, uh, Despicable Me. Despicable Me. That's what it's called. <laughs> That's a good movie. Well, I mean, the man does look like Lex Luthor now. He's just absolutely fucking jacked and like 5'8 and bald. Yeah, I want to take what he's taking. Get a little a slice of that of, medicine. A lot of steroids. Yeah. Um, also, uh, it has been confirmed that Harbaugh is going back to Michigan. Yep. So Ohio State and Wisconsin can rejoice. Easy wins going on because Michigan is not going to be as hot as they were this year. The real question is, was he ever actually going to leave or was he just trying to get one, a bigger contract, two, more money for NIL deals, or three, he's just like fucking with people. I I can absolutely see him just shopping around for a bigger contract from Michigan. Maybe a bigger contract. Maybe he wanted more money allotted to paying people. Mm-hmm. Players maybe wanted more money for paying coaches or something like that. I don't know if he was really ever going to leave. I think he might just be a jackass and was trying to work out some kind of deal. I will say, if I was him, I, st- I would have left. Me too. Oh, absolutely. He's never going to get better than he was this year. But at the same time, if you, if you're playing for pride and playing for football, don't you know you probably should leave. But he makes like nine million dollars a year for the Michigan, and no NFL team was going to pay him that much. So money wise, he's in exactly the spot he needs to be, which is usually what it comes down to anyway. So I don't think he's going to leave. No, fair enough. All right, so the big talking point. Brady's retirement, Tom Brady's officially retired from the NFL, and uh, put out a seven-slide Instagram post 
thanking everyone involved with like Tampa or Tampa Bay and all that shit. So a lot of uh, New England fans were really upset that they weren't included in that post. Granted, he retired from them two years ago. Or not retired, but he left the team two years ago. He's saying goodbye to his new Bucks family, as that's the most recent, since he already said goodbye to y'all two years ago. So I got to thinking. People under the age of like 25 or twenty five to 30 for New England, I don't think should be considered football fans or fans of the Patriots. Because they haven't gone through enough hardship. Because I think it for like a lot of us, like Auburn, Tennessee, either the Volunteers or the Titans, this Packers fan, we've gone through a lot of fucking heartbreak. Oh, a yeah, lot yeah. of pain. What? I guess 28 to 3, all the NFC Championship games, uh, the one yard line or one yard away. That's I mean, all, we all have the like. Tip of the iceberg. <laughs> yeah. So if you win six Super Bowls in like 20 years, I don't think that's enough heartbreak in between. Not at all. For you to be considered a real fan. I don't know if they're going to have heartbreak next couple years. They might be still pretty good in the near future. Yeah, I mean, what would be the biggest heartbreak for the Patriots? I mean, won like four games. I I don't know, you know, but. Well, I mean, even in the year that Tom Brady got injured, they still won 10 games. They still won a lot of games. They still almost made it to the playoffs. They won a lot of games this year. So I think that, and even last year they had Cam Newton. That was kind of cool. So I don't know. They haven't really suffered too much since he left either. Uh, Prince, what's going on, brother? Uh, what do you think? Do you have the Patriots fans under 30 gone through enough heartbreak to be considered an actual fan? Because it's not always just about the good times of being a sports fan, because that's not really, really worth it at that point. Because if it's always going to be high, it's like playing Madden on rookie mode, winning a championship every year. It just becomes unfun. I become disinterested at that point, unless I make it harder. But it... <laughs> no, but it's just like, there needs to be some sort of hardship that has occurred for a fandom to be good or for it to be worth it. Rob Gronkowski put out a really nice video today thanking Tom Brady for all their years together, and it was like pretty much all Patriots touchdown catches. And at the very end, it was like uh, Buck stuff. But, um, yeah, Rob Gronkowski kind of did. I think there's another video coming. I think uh, Tom Brady will do more Patriot stuff soon. But this one was more like thank you for the Bucks for the past two years. Which he had to do. He did. But no, I, I do want to get a real opinion from y'all. At what point do you become a true fan of a sport? I don't know. I would say they're fans already. When you get your fucking heart ripped out in the middle of the bleachers. I, that's when I you mean, become a real fan. When, you, no, when I, you walk out of the fucking stadium with your heart ripped out and you come back next season. That's what it is. I'm sure if you were a fan for like a long time of Brady and then he just left New England, that was probably pretty sad. Then you kind of like – then you kind of like – Look in the future, like, well, maybe the Patriots aren't going to be good anymore. But then you're still a fan of the past. Yeah, the past that's, years. no, that's not being real. No, okay. So I think a perfect example is like me, my relationship with NASCAR, NASCAR. So, like, growing up, like, I got uh, NASCAR 2003 Thunder Road, played that game religiously. It was always Jimmy Johnson. And we went on to, for Jimmy Johnson to be the greatest racer of all time, won like 75 championships in NASCAR. And so when he left, I just became disinterested. Like, I just didn't care. Even when he lost, I was like, well, I mean, Jimmy won, like, the last five years. He's going to win the next five years, too. So I wouldn't have considered myself a true fan of NASCAR at that point because I hadn't gone through enough hardship to be considered a fan. So you're saying the fans of the Patriots might drop off? I, it, well, I don't think they're con- – they, they can't, can't be- handle it. Well, they can't drop off if they're not real fans to begin with. Like, I can say I was a Jimmy Johnson fan. But I didn't go through enough hard times with Jimmy Johnson to still stay true. 
It's like we can always be or we can always be like gracious and happy when things are going well. It's when things don't go well. Do you still stick with that and stay true to that idea or organization? And I'll, Patriots fans just haven't done that. Now, granted, if you were a Patriots fan, like well into like when they were losing to uh, Brett Favre in the '90s, when you're losing to the Bears in '85, like those those are fans for sure. They, I mean, the Patriots were a dog shit organization until 2001. So if you were basically a fan or just becoming a fan in the early 2000s to now, you're not a true fan of football or you're not a true fan of the Patriots. I can see that. There's definitely a point to be made there for sure. I don't even understand what the counterpoint would be. It's like, well, I mean, they root for him. It's like, well, no shit, Sherlock. I can root for a bunch of different shit to happen, but I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I, I just don't get it. I don't respect any Patriots fan. That's under the age of 30. I all, agree with, I'll agree with that. They're all trash bags. For sure. Huh. Also, it's not even Boston. That's not the entire region of New England. That's Fox, also the dumbest fucking thing. Foxborough is also like really far away from Boston. By really far, I mean it's like 45 minutes away. It's, it's kind of far. <laughs> what, it's like Miami to the Hard Rock? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not... That's, that's kind of far from Miami. I mean, it really is. No, I, I mean, I would love for a Patriots fan to come in here and try to tell me otherwise, but they're all too scared because they don't have an actual argument. Well, they're not on any of the sports after anything because they're not real fans. That's true. They just <laughs> they stick in their little Reddit circles about how much they love Tom Brady and jerking off to pictures of Tom. It kind of pisses me off that they did steal an entire region and just made it New England and just decided to just encompass not even the whole state, like the Tennessee Titans. Like They just took a whole region of the United States. Yeah. Like, this is ours now. Yeah. What if Vermont wanted to have a team? Yeah, what if Providence, Rhode Island <laughs> is a powerhouse football city? God damn. Those Ivy League cucks don't even know what's up. Terrible. Just terrible. So, the Washington uh, R-Words got a new name today. Is it? So, it was released. The football team is now the Washington Commanders. Um, Do you see the new chant? No, I did not see the new chant. Wow, that's one thing I missed out on. Oh my god, guys, the new chant is incredible. Lay it on us. It's uh, uh, let's go, Commanders! Bum, 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 bum. Just stole it. Just absolutely stole it from Farm Bureau. Oh, it's like you bastards. I was like, you, how? Well, they they had to they had to mark they had to check three boxes with the new names. It had to be one, an actual like name, instead of the football team. Checked it. <laughs> It had to be. It had to be not trademarked. Check. It had to be not a racial slur. Check. So they checked. They checked all three boxes. All right. With this, uh, they really hit a home run on this one. I will say, before I pick the fucking Commanders, though, I would have taken the football team over that. What happened, all like, day the football long. team's a good name. It kind of grew on well, me, especially compared to the Commanders. The commanders is dog shit. I mean, it's absolutely bad. I, I feel bad for, like, all the cool names they had, like the Red Tails and the Red Hawks. Those were kind of cool. I guess they were all trademarked, and that was no problem there. So they had to, they had three obstacles they were avoiding. And so uh, if, if you're the Washington Commanders, you're an XFL team at that point. Yes. Yeah, it's just like the – who uh, was it the Cleveland Indians that just switched over to the Cleveland Guardians? This is, like, the same kind of thing. Like, they just picked the most generic-sounding bullshit of a name. Oh, it's a very bad name. 
would it, be, it, would it be worse than the Nashville Stars? That's what I was going to bring up. I think the Nashville Stars might be the worst name Nashville in Stars sports. Is worse. They still have time it, to change that one. Worse than the Commanders? No. They still have time to change that one. That one at least is not an actual team yet. So there's there's still time. We're going to complain enough that we're going to change it. I hope so. Commanders bet. I'm not going to lie, though. Their new logo, I like it. Like just the W that they're going to have on their helmets. I it thought that cool. W looks yeah. kind of badass. Like, I'm all for the W as that thing is going to be, like, their main logo. I thought that was pretty cool. I, I'm all I'm a big fan of keeping a letter as your logo. I mean, because Power T, Green Bay G, big fan of the single letter. Uh, the Washington W looks like my cursive W. It doesn't look good. It looks sloppy. It looks like someone just, like, fuck, fuck, fuck. We need something. We need something. Uh, 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 just draw something real quick. Like, like they ran out of time to make the logo? Yeah. <laughs> what else do you make? What else do you use as a commander logo? Like a star or like, I don't know. We're going to come on. Well, you. I, I would, I would do a, a big, I know, I wish we were on video, but I would do a big white guy pointing like this. If I Why was, does that be a white guy? Is he going to say, we're, is he <laughs> because saying, you got to keep the culture with Washington. Is he saying we're going to come on you? <laughs> we're going to come all over you. <laughs> Did you see the Come and take it. <laughs> Maybe it should have been a cannon. It just says come and take it. Jesus. <laughs> Find those flags proud, boys. Jelsey, they had little uh, like rally towels. They're going to call them calm towels. <laughs> no way. Are you serious? Calm rags. No way. <laughs> Wiping their sweat off with the I calm hope, rags. I hope that's a bit. I hope that's a bit. <laughs> the calm rags, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Nothing like wiping your comrade down with your calm towel. <laughs> Uh, so great name, actually. Now that I think about it, it's it's going to lead to a lot of memes. Uh, yeah, really hit a home run on that one. No, I hope they play the Steelers this year or this upcoming year. <laughs> Have the terrible towels versus the comrades. <laughs> <laughs> no liquids will go uncleaned in that. <laughs> Stomachs and backs are going to be spotless. <laughs> Yeah, we really do appreciate it. If you like the podcast, go ahead and subscribe on either Spotify or Apple, wherever you're listening to. Uh, if you want to see more of our daily content, go to Instagram or Twitter at Nashville Bets. Uh, give us five stars if you like this episode. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, we love you all, and we'll see you next time. Thank you to our sponsors, the Mental Health Journal and uh, Action 24-7.